And let's turn in our Bibles to Galatians chapter 5. You'll find that on page 975 in the Bibles that we have for you in the pew. Uh, a few years ago, I was having breakfast, and uh, something moved outside our window in our backyard that caught my eye, and I turned, and I saw this huge, beautiful bird. Uh, it must have been some kind of hawk. Uh, but the, the closer I looked, the more the beauty kind of evaporated because that bird was eating our backyard squirrel, Sam. And it was not a pretty sight. Now, to be honest, we did not really name our backyard squirrel, Sam. But it was not a pretty sight. I mean, that bird had this poor squirrel in its talons, picking away at it, just kind of devouring its flesh. Now, I know that's what nature does. But it's that picture that Paul uses here, the picture of one animal devouring another, to show us in a kind of vivid way, in a kind of shocking way, what it looks like when we choose, rather than to love, as God calls us to love our neighbor, uh, to harm either with our actions or our words. And I think what Paul is doing is, is using such a shocking picture as a kind of gracious warning from the Lord because we rarely, I think, get how harmful our words and our actions can be. And yet the Lord understands all of that. And I think this is kind of a, a gracious warning to give us a vivid picture to wake us up, to show us so that we will turn instead and love others as Christ has indeed loved us. What you see in this passage is Paul presenting two opposite ways to live. And he's kind of going to give you a choice. Which way will you choose? Either to tear down with your words, to harm with your actions, or to serve one another through love. He puts that choice before us. And we have to ask ourselves, which do I choose? Who will I be? One who tears down or one who builds up. Galatians chapter 5, we begin in verse 13. For you were called to freedom, brothers, only do not use your freedom as an opportunity for the flesh, but through love serve one another. For the whole law is fulfilled in one word, you shall love your neighbor as yourself. So what Paul is doing is basically taking the two, love God with all your being and uh, love your neighbor as yourself, putting them together and saying, if you really do love God with all you are, you will love your neighbor as yourself. He's reducing both of those to one, really reducing all of the commands of Scripture to, to this one. You shall love your neighbor as yourself, but if you bite and devour one another, watch out that you are not consumed by one another. Would you pray with me? Oh, Father, we... Um, we want to live according to your ways. We, we want to enjoy life as you intend for it to be enjoyed. Uh, and, and Lord, to, today we, we need to see uh, the calling that you have placed on our lives to, to love others as you have loved us, to, to serve one another through love. Lord, may that be uh, what people see in us as those who love well and because of that love serve well. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. I know I've told you a million times, I came to Christ uh, the very first week of college, and 
The man who led me to the Lord later discipled me and uh, met with me over the years to kind of help grow me up in the Lord. And uh, one of the stories that I have not forgotten that he told me was about his own brother who had prayed to receive Christ, but then not really followed the Lord in the way he lived. And, and, and the words that uh, my friend said about his brother have stuck with me ever since. He said he used that prayer to receive Christ as a kind of license to sin. Now, I think it's doubtful that he had really come to know Christ because uh, you, you don't do that if you really have Christ living in you. But this is uh, an extreme example of what Paul is getting at here when he tells us not to use our freedom as an opportunity for the flesh. Now, what he's saying, he's, he's writing to the church at Galatia. He's actually saying to us as followers of Christ, uh, you can go through seasons in which you kind of take the grace of God for granted, which you pervert the kindness of our Lord. You know, we're, we're told, Romans 8, 1, uh, there, therefore now there is no condemnation for those of you who are in Christ. Uh, your sins, past, present, and future, are forgiven. What we do sometimes with that because of our fallen natures is we pervert that and we say, well, okay, I'm going to just kind of go my own way for a while. And what you see then here especially is what that means is that we choose to say what I want to say, do what I want to do, no matter the harm it brings my neighbor.